You're listening to Real Crime, the Movie Sleuth Podcast. From the icy cold mountains of St. Clair Shores, Michigan. Episode 103. This is Real Crime. We are so happy to be here. What is this? (laughs) And yes, I'm back. It's been a while. Well, no, okay, so we talked about this a couple days ago, so... There was really only one show done, and we, we've been all, there's been a lot Since of- Since Halloween, things kind of just- a lot of craziness going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So, I haven't been here in a while, but there's only been like, what, one show, two shows? Yeah, I think we just did uh, the one show. We did the Halloween one, and yeah. then uh, last week we did the Dark Themes and Animation one. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And this, I wasn't—I wasn't gonna be worth a shit on that, so that's why I'm like, this, <laughs> I'll exit this gracefully. This end of year thing, you know, it yeah. always this is when things get all kind of janky. Yeah, it gets, really. yeah, it does get it gets weird. Yes, but we're 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 back on track here. I think we're we're doing Hopefully. stuff. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, we're we're working things out. Um, yeah, we're here. We got we got <laughs> we have a really interesting show tonight too. Um, we kind of just whipped this one up last minute. And thought we'd come together here and hang out and talk about some really interesting stuff. But we won't talk about that just yet. Yes. Because there's some other very pressing items, such as what, Chris? First, got to mention our sponsors, the oh, Flint yeah. Institute of Arts, as usual. Dude, yeah. And literally, I bought space there. I'm moving there next week. <laughs> the Flint Institute of Arts is fucking incredible. Are you going to do there. art there? I'm going to do art there. Sweet. Poop art. Ooh. Yes. Smear it. Smear it. <laughs> With my nose. And blood. And blood. Uh, oh, God, why do we do that for? Anyways, moving yeah, along. Moving, moving on. along, moving along. Also, projectorscreen.com. Yes. You, if you've not signed up yet. I actually talked to that guy the other day. Yeah. And he's like, we are, I was just trying to do some business with them. Yeah. And he's like, man, we are super slammed. Good. So, Good. we're doing really well over there. Yeah. And of course, our wonderful local friend, Sellerman's. Yeah. Yay. They have a they have a record swap going on there tonight. Oh, do they? Yeah, I would have been there tonight if if we weren't doing the show. Uh, but yeah, Sellerman's got some really rad stuff going on. They got a lot of Christmas promotions going on. A lot of Christmas beers they're doing. Yeah, if you haven't been to Sellerman's in Hazel Park, you're a loser. There's yeah. just nothing else to say. You're just you're a, a horrible loser. person. <laughs> What's wrong with you? She's looking at you like. I live with him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should mention that we we brought, I brought a friend tonight. Well, not a friend. Well, more than a friend. Yeah, more than a friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Say hi, Amber. Hi. Hi. Amber. Hi. 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 <laughs> we'll get to, we'll get to you more later. Oh yeah, get here. Move the mic. I'm get, gonna move the mic. Closer get it closer. Yeah. Get so it. I got to eat the mic pretty yeah. much. Well, yeah. Okay. Arc it up. At, arc. You know, you can adjust it too. <laughs> oh my god yeah let's do the this, this should have all been done before we turned yeah, the recorder on but we were just so excited to be here yes we were we were so so excited to be here so it's been a while too for this um you look good thank you you look really good chris <laughs> i'm so you know it's getting easier i think i don't have to beat up anybody to get the news anymore well yeah because the, the i just walk up to the back of the car and i'm like yo give me some news and yeah they're like yeah here's your news and yeah so, and you, you got the stuff yeah, yeah I, I got, got the, the stuff. stuff i got the stuff man so uh first bit of news this week john cho john, <laughs> john cho is going to be starring in an episode of the new twilight zone reboot really yeah they're really going out there with the casting on this they're bringing a lot of movie people in for this show no kidding it's gonna be on cbs all access starting wow. next year and jordan peele is hosting it Shit. Yeah, for real. So it could be pretty cool. That will be that will be really cool. Yeah, yeah. So modern take on the Twilight Zone yeah, with yeah. 
good actors. And in other Rod Serling news, it was just announced tonight mm-hmm. that Sci-Fi just purchased the rights to Night Gallery, and they're rebooting Night Gallery for Sci-Fi. Oh, so both Rod Serling's classic shows are coming back. But, as but Sci-Fi. Series. Yeah. That's a little scary. They cancel everything. So. I know, and it just, yeah, it's just, okay, well, we'll have to just, time will yeah. tell. We'll time will tell, happens, time will tell. Yep, yep. Uh, Stallone, mm. two weeks ago, Stallone came out and said that <laughs> Creed Two was his final outing as, as Rocky Balboa, Rocky Balboa. Yep. and two days ago, he came out and announced that Rambo Five: Last Blood will be his final <laughs> time is Rambo. Seventy needs to stop, man. 74 years old. Come on. Anyway, he looks great. He yeah, looks fantastic. He does. But, you know, I mean, all respect to the guy. Those are two iconic roles, as we know. And, you know, I, you, you know, it gets to a point, you know, like, I can't keep doing this. I, I just hear it. Yeah, but know? to be in your 70s and still be pulling off an action hero role, that's pretty good. Oh, it's awesome. It is. Yeah, all respect to the guy. Yeah, totally. Yeah. He's kind of got a plastic face, but he's still pretty built. He's huge. Yeah, Yeah. he's still got muscle. Yeah, he's built. Like, they showed this video on Instagram of him training for Rambo, and he's, like, working with, like, a 250-pound medicine ball. My God. And, like, I mean, he's, like, stacked. He's stacked. So Good for him. Yep. In... Other reboot news this week, the director, Johannes Roberts, that directed 47 Meters Down, is mm-hmm. going to be directing the reboot to Resident Evil. It's been two years since the final one. They're already, and they're already recycling this they're shit? They're already recycling it. Supposedly, they're going to be going a little bit closer to the video game. Well, that'd be cool. So, because those movies, I don't know if you guys saw Because that's Well, that's not. one of the video games I actually played. Yeah. So I can appreciate that. Yeah. The movies, the first one was a little truer yeah. to the video games, but after that, it just went off mm-hmm. off the wall. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. In other news, everybody knows by now that Daredevil was canceled, canceled. at yep. Netflix. They know that The Punisher will probably be canceled next, and of course, Jessica Jones. And Disney Plus has basically come out and said they have no interest in bringing those characters on. Yeah. So, this might be the end of all of those Marvel char- characters in the streaming format for a very long time. That's a bummer. But Netflix still owns the rights to them. They just don't want to do them as series anymore. I wonder why. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. It's really weird. It's I guess weird. Luke Cage and Iron Fist didn't really do that well as far as ratings go. Mm. So that's our news for the week. Mm. Do we have suggested viewings? You know, I was thinking about that as you were doing news. You know, and Amber... Is there anything you watch? Because you watch you you're pretty. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, no. Well, I, well here, here. Okay. I don't think you want my. Yes, <laughs> we do. Stuff I've been watching. <laughs> no, you know what? Yes, we do. Go ahead. Oh God. Go ahead. So, uh, my cousin and I decided to kind of uh, watch every cheesy Christmas movie we could find on Netflix. Hell yes. Mostly cheesy romance. So we've been. Uh, That's why I've been nuts. hiding in the back of the house. Yeah. Well, you've been gone most of the time. I've been watching those. And uh, exactly. it's some of them. Some of them are Ow. cute. Um, some of them are were a complete waste of my time. Um, well, which ones? You know, I because I was not prepped for this. I can't think of necessarily of things. Well, I did watch the uh, Kurt Russell Christmas movie. It's great. Okay, it was, I'm gonna see. You. I'm gonna. Watch I started that. watching it, which was Christmas Chronicles, and I'm like, okay, it's Kurt Russell. I love Kurt Russell, and there's a scene that involves prostitutes. The guy from The Sopranos. Yep. 
uh, what's his name? Which one? He's the guitarist He's, in Bruce Springsteen's yes. band. Oh, Steve Van Zandt. Yeah, Steve Van, Van Zandt. Little yeah. Steven. And Little a jail Steven. scene and breaking out in song that kind of made it whole, like worth the whole movie. Mm-hmm. And the end. I won't ruin the end. Yeah, yeah. The end has a little it. surprise that is cute. There were a couple little things in there that reminded me of Elf. You know, yeah. some yeah. of the yeah. sleigh stuff. Yeah. But yeah, we watched it on Thanksgiving and it was good. It was yeah. good, wholesome family movie. Yeah. I mean, you. Other than the hookers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be edgy somehow. It's Netflix. Yeah. 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 What about you, Chris? I watched a movie three days ago that actually completely blew me away, and I wasn't expecting it to. It's called Galveston. It stars Ben Foster, mm-hmm. who we know is an outstanding actor, mm-hmm. and also has Ellie Fanning in it who is usually pretty damn great, too. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit of a retelling of Terrence Malick's Badlands because it's basically these two people like trying to escape their lifestyle as criminals going off on their own. It just devolves into this really slow-paced heist-type crime thriller, and the acting is just phenomenal in it. And it's dark is hell Mm. and you didn't think it was going to go as dark as it goes and it just keeps going further down that rabbit hole yeah and i was like this is pretty ballsy Mm. and the crazy thing is it was actually directed i can't remember her name right now my apologies but the the woman that played shoshana in inglorious bastards oh yeah she directed this movie oh really yeah and the sad thing is it just got a very small indie release, and now it's coming to Blu-ray. All right. But if you like crime dramas or thrillers that yeah. are more about character, yeah. definite, definite suggested viewing. Oh, cool. Ben Foster blew me away in this movie. I had, I, I should, well, I better watch yeah. how I phrase this. I had the pleasure of taking Amber to a movie over the weekend. Oh, yeah. And what was it? You know, I, the second Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. 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 What's that? What was the name? What the Fantastic Beast. Oh, well, crimes, the crimes of the of... crimes of Grindelwald. Now this is like in the in the. It's pre Harry Potter universe yes. of Harry Potter. Yeah. Prequelish, which immediately pulls me right out of that stuff. But Amber wanted to see it, so we went and saw that. And I have to say, uh, you know, without any type of spoilers, of course. Um, it was a fun movie. I enjoyed it. it the special effects, of course, were fantastic. Yeah. It looked really cool. I mean, it, honestly, I couldn't really get into the story that much. I mean, even though I understood what was happening. didn't see the first one. Johnny Depp was cool. I loved Wade Johnny I've heard Depp. really he good things really good, about man. him, but yeah. there was a huge backlash about him playing that character because of the supposed abuse stuff between him and Amber Heard. Yeah. When yeah. he was cast in that role, mm-hmm. people kind of melted down. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't even think well, about that. Well, now they've already forgotten about it. So yeah, yeah. But no, it was a fun movie. I really, I enjoyed watching it. If you know, if that's your thing, go see it. You're gonna really dig it. It's cool. Uh, it, the the special effects, as I said, and the 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 monsters and it's, yeah, the clever cre- the creatures, clever. especially in the yeah. first one. It's the, it's all about the creatures. Yeah, it's really clever. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed watching it. It Was fun. So yeah, good Saturday afternoon matinee flick. Cool. Check out. Cool. I've heard mixed things on it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I like the first one better. Just yeah, because it I don't know it had a weird blend of fun the mm-hmm. the awesome creatures like I said, and then you had like it was dark, and this one is dark too. But I I don't know I kind of like them because there's no book really there's no you're not so you can't compare it to anything like you could when you were watching Harry Potter right yeah, yeah. Right. talking about Harry Potter 
Alicia got me the Steelbook set last year okay. for Christmas with all of the movies in it. Yeah. So he decided. What are you, 12? Yeah. Well, I've never seen them all. So he decided yeah. this Christmas when I'm off work, the entire family is going to watch all of those. Oh, that's cool. And then after we're done with those, we're watching all of the Lord of the Rings movies oh. and then all the Hobbit movies. That's a great project for the holidays. It is. It's going to be fun. I did that. I don't know if I mentioned that. Um and maybe before I was on this, we, we, I, I came on this podcast, but it was two years. No, 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 no. That was like five, you know, it was well before that. Like five years ago, I was, you know, it's usually about the last two or three weeks of the year I'm off. And this one year I decided for, for the holidays or just with my time off, I watched the, the entire original series Star Trek, entire Next Generation, and entire Deep Space Nine all the way through holy shit it was insanity dude uh but it was awesome i had a right i tried getting into we've talked about this before on the show i tried cutting into voyager i got about 10 episodes in i'm like i give up i can't I'm, this isn't i don't like yeah. it as much you know so that's one of the projects i did a long time ago so those are always fun when you get the time you can binge watch like that. that's super cool totally fun to do yeah because i know we're gonna be slow <laughs> i already see it coming yeah but so i'm we just gonna at, enjoy it what are we gonna talk about tonight because we I, we whipped this up like this was yeah fast. just yeah tonight we're going to talk about movies that feature the topic or, or characters char- of angels angels yeah and I think diving into this and you know trying to you know like getting my notes together and whatnot it, I was kind of going okay some of the you know which how do you do this because you know there's there's a, plenty of movies that are about angels yes you know like comedies or whatever they are or you know more darker films and there's some films that have angels in them like it's part of they're part of their character in the story yeah sometimes they're just a background they're a background thing right so i'm like oh you know at least to myself like well i'll keep this open you know like not try to lock it into one thing right so i got this massive list and i know you have a list amber i think you amber was studying too i told amber you're gonna be on the show she's like okay and i watched this so she, she comes home last night with a pile of dvds hell yeah from the library going well are these good i'm like yeah that's the one i, I knew there was a to. reason i liked her so much <laughs> like there's a real well like, when you work at a library oh yeah, yeah. oh that's awesome <laughs> it's so easy to get whatever well, you she want she got she got all the ones that, that she got all the ones that i didn't <laughs> want to watch or i couldn't get to so I think this may balance out pretty good. So I mean, I guess let's just start the baton with you, Chris. Like, where you know, what'd you get? What, I mean, what comes to mind? I guess. Well, considering my oldest daughter got her name from this movie, the first one I would mention is Dogma. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. I Bethany? forgot about that even being an angel movie. Oh That's no, great. that, that yeah. is the angel. That movie. is the angel movie. Yeah. You know, obviously, there's all the religious context to the film. But the characters and the villains and everything they throw in this movie is so great in a way that only Kevin Smith could do it. But Affleck and Matt Damon have that. Bartleby and Loki. They have that thing, that chemistry between the two of them in that movie that's awesome. They play off each other perfectly. Yeah. And it is. It's like the angel movie. That, you know, we we did the Kevin Smith episode not too long ago. So, of course, Dogma come up in there. Um but I'm glad it, I want. It had to be mentioned here, and of course, it's on my list too. Um, that movie, I think, was the movie when I saw it the first time that get, sent me down a rabbit hole of studying angels, like actually doing like reading and stuff on the archangels and the hierarchy of angels. You know, and you know whatever. 
I know this is going to be kind of a weird topic, too, and I want to try to keep it just kind of flat and vanilla and neutral. Yeah, but... Um, but this movie really got me interested in that subject in and of itself outside of film. Well, right? because there's this, like, biblical mythology behind yeah. the characters yeah. that actually, you know, I'm not into the Bible at all, Yeah. but this made me kind of interested in... Yeah, totally. That's the, the same Bible idea. as fiction, correct? Mm-hmm. Would that be the right term Fine, for yeah, it? yeah, yeah. You know, some people don't think it is, and that's fine. But like that made me interested in the actual well, the story story arc of it story, and yeah. these characters. Uh, there was a lot of shit around this movie when it came out. Oh, too. He, oh, death threats! Yes, people were mad about Dogma because you know, yeah, it's it made a satire out of a lot of the Bible. Well, the Catholic stuff. Church, especially. Yeah. Right. Now, here's the thing with that. Buddy Jesus. Buddy Jesus. George <laughs> Carlin at his finest. I have that on a t-shirt. <laughs> um, what I find really, really funny about Dogma is, and I, I was, I remember that vividly, like all the death threats Kevin Smith was receiving, all the shit he was taking because of his movie. Uh, and I'm like, these people who are so up in arms about this, maybe, the, did they ever watch the movie? First off, because I left that movie feeling pretty good. Like yeah. I left that movie feeling like, you know, it was a great comedy. It was a great story. Um, it had great characters. And, you know, it made me think about things, though, too, because, you know, again, I'm trying to keep it off the slant of religion. But one of the points um, that the, the, the apostle, which was played by Chris, Chris Rock, um, he kept talking about this idea of, you know, what God was and what religion was. And he's like, you know, do you understand it? You know, you, and the whole idea, I think Kevin was trying to tell people about, cause obviously Kevin Smith's a very religious person, right? Um, his whole point of that movie, when it, when it comes to religion was, do you really understand, you know, what, what this thing's about? Or do you just jump through the hoops? You know, are you, are you talking the talk or are you, are you walking the walk? That, that idea. Right. Uh, so I left, the first time I saw that movie, I was excited. Um, not because I went and went to, and found God or went to church, but I'm like, I really was exposed to some really cool ideas here, I think. And that's why that's what I got. And hearing how much people hated that movie and death threats, as we've said, I'm like, you guys didn't watch the movie. No. There's no. there's no Yeah, there's satire. Yeah, there's comedy. There's some there's some jabs and there's some pokes. But the if you take it as a whole, it was a beautiful piece of art. It was a really cool flick, man. I think people are too anal retentive about this stuff. Well, it's, it's really you have they to be get able too sensitive. Yeah, you have to find the humor in everything. Yeah, and that's what Kevin Smith does. He finds the humor in everything. Yeah, yeah. that's why we've done screen. whole shows on the guy here. We, we yeah, love, we love him, Kevin Smith. Yeah, what I, I love the most about Dogma is what you said, Chris. And I want to I want to go down this rabbit hole for a second. <laughs> I love you have these massive characters, angels. Lucifer, um, the, the Metatron, played by, oh my yeah. God, my brain's falling apart. But, you know, you have these massive characters that are a part of biblical history, um, you know, that have these massive stories behind them. The angel of death, you know, played by Matt Damon, Loki, right? He's the angel of death, which the term itself makes you kind of gives you the chills, right? And you watch these characters interact in this world that Kevin Smith has created. And they're just goofing with each other, talking shit to each other. Dude, dude quit looking at me like that. It looks yeah. like they just broke up or something, you know? Yeah. Like they're 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 very real 
people in a in a situation. Oh, look, the muse, Salma Hayek. You know, oh my God, are those real? You know, I mean, <laughs> all these like goofy things, which is a comedy. But I loved how Kevin just kind of spun that web of all these amazing characters that had all these imperfections. Yeah, these are supposed to be angels, but they're not perfect, obviously. Right. You know. So I mean. Yeah, Dogma, really. I mean, we, we really knocked it out of the ballpark with starting with that. It's going to be really hard to keep up because that, that think, movie's just, just shit. I think there's some other ones in here that oh, are well, to me there is equivalent to that yeah. style. But this one kind of just captured the essence so of... awesome. Such yeah. an awesome movie, dude. What about you, Amber? Mm. So I have a handful of movies that I probably should have watched a long time ago. Like, yeah. I haven't seen most of John Hughes' movies, so I should probably just get up and leave right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're all right. But I decided to watch It's a Wonderful Life. Because I've never seen it. Oh, my God. I know. Wow. I know. So when I heard the line, every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings, I was like, oh, no shit, that's where that's from. (laughs) (laughs) And honestly, I enjoyed it. I thought it was well done when you watch those movies that are older. uh, Sometimes you're like, oh, God, this is like the acting. Oh, my God, this is bad. But this was good. I liked it. I was actually laughing sometimes. And I, yeah. That movie kind of transcends time. Oh, it's a classic. Yeah, it didn't feel ancient. I mean, it's set already in the past a little bit when it starts from when it was made anyway. Yeah, but like even like Jimmy Stewart's character is a pretty like modern guy in that movie. Like Mm -hmm. you can totally see that character now. Yeah. Can you imagine that character now with social media? Holy (laughs) 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 shit. bad he'd be really depressed oh yeah oh yeah totally what else you got i watched always now i've I've never seen always no no okay i hadn't seen it either that's steven spielberg right? yep okay so when i saw it with spielberg i was like oh this is gonna be great and i had a some of my co-workers saw my stack of dvds and they're like oh that's a great movie i love it and i had to stop it and then i that's when i put on it's a wonderful life and then i went back and it was hard (laughs) Because I think it was from that era of like, I, I don't know, everything, everybody looked cheesy to me. Holly Hunter, is that her name? Holly Hunter yeah. had like this full on giant mullet. Yep. Um, I've never cared for Richard Dreyfus. He's always irritated me a little bit. And so I was kind of fast forwarding through the movie. And then I'm like, <laughs> is, I guess he's an angel, but he's kind of a dead guy. Yeah. He Just is sort kind of looking of a dead out. Guy. So it, so when it came up on a list of like angel movies, I'm like, yeah, he's kind of a ghost. I don't know if I'd say he's an angel. I mean, he's looking out. Yeah, I think that's dying? where the angel portion so, comes from. Yeah. He's kind of looking out for her yeah. in that movie. What's well, yeah. that's, that's as I said that the, this subject is is it's there's plenty of movies to talk about, but it's kind of a weird one because it's like sometimes the interpretation uh for some of these things it's like is that really an angel, right? And I have another one, another example of that on my list here that we'll discuss later on. Um Michael I, now, I had never seen Michael until this past weekend. That's the one with Travolta, John, correct? John Travolta, Okay, right? okay. Um, you know, another, it's a comedy, right? Very lighthearted, you know, very much, it's a chick flick. Let's just fucking say it. It's it's a total chick flick. Very uh, very lighthearted, very fun. Um, you know, it's three years after, It's not, that was 1996. So that was like three or four years after Pulp Fiction came out. So Travolta is like kind of on his ascent again, you know, as, as an actor. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I remember this seeing the seeing the previews for this when it came out. And I, and I know why I'm like, fuck this movie, you know, because just watching him walk around with his 
man boobs and his wings on him and stuff like that. I'm like, this is just too ridiculous of a premise. But yes, you know, w- watching it over the weekend, it was a fun watch. Will I ever watch it again? Probably not. I mean, it was, but it wasn't a bad film. It was a lot of fun to watch. Great story, you know. But it's the art kind of got to me a little bit because it's like you know all this crazy shits going on. But the whole idea is I came here to make sure you'd fall in love again or some shit, you know? And I'm like, Dude. I'm just picturing him walking around with his shirt off, his wings Cigarette. going, going, Mr. Cutter, Mr. Cutter. <laughs> I mean, it's a new movie. It's called Look Who's Talking. It's so weird. Um, yeah, You know, it's just. <laughs> the baby, it talks. It's so weird. Oh Mr. God, Cutter. Jesus Christ. <laughs> there, it was a pretty, it was a pretty thin script, in my opinion. Uh, I, but like I said, I really, I enjoyed myself, but it kind of, it's 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 a flimsy story. Let's just let's just leave it at that. But you know, it did. I like the angel type stories, though. So it was interesting to see. Yeah, interesting to see John. John, I can't fucking talk to me. John Travolta, Travolta. Uh, in a role like that. So I, I was I enjoyed it for a, for a watch. What about you, Chris? What else you got? I've got a couple, and I think I know one that you were going to mention. But I'm just gonna go ahead. I don't care. Go out there and frailty. No, you didn't watch that. You say, I, well, I've, I've seen it before, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, okay. I saw it a long time ago. Yeah. With Bill Pullman? Yeah, yeah. Or no, Bill, Bill? Paxton. Bill Paxton. Thank Sorry. You. Sorry, yeah, you're he, right. I, you know, everybody does it every once in a while. But yeah, that movie, you know, they were supposed to be angels destroying demons. Yeah. And it's just so goddamn dark. A lot of people hate this movie. It's a crazy movie. movie. Yeah. It is a crazy movie. It's one of those where you just think it's going to be like this weird, silly uh, serial killer thing and then it becomes like religious mm-hmm. like we are we are killing the demons we are slaying the demons out in our shed in the backyard you know i thought we you have to do the righteous thing and yeah. kill the demons i thought we talked about that film a long time ago like I'm a long of, time ago i'm one of the like i'm one of them disturbing i think shows so. we put that made one of our lists for like some of the one of the more disturbing films that was ever made uh, and Matthew McConaughey looks like a freaking maniac in that movie. Yes, you know, he does. It's, it's a real testament to his range, I think, uh, as an actor. As I love Matthew McConaughey. I think he's done everything out there. Uh, and that's one of those real cool testaments to how he can play a complete maniac. And what's that other movie? Not not to go too far off the script, but you turned me on to this flick with Matthew McConaughey where he plays that assassin. The co- What the hell was the name of that movie? Killer Joe. Killer Joe, yeah. He's a freaking nut in that movie. Yeah. He's he cool is. as hell in that flick. That movie's brutal, though. Yeah, it's, hard, it's, oh, it's a it's hard a watch. Flick. It's a tough watch. It's a tough watch. That's got, and that has uh, Josh Brolin, too. Yeah. That's what really pulled me in was with that. But, you know, that's another not related, but related Matthew McConaughey thing. Really cool flick to watch. Killer Joe. Uh, all right. What else? There's so many of them. Well, okay. Well, here. I'm, well, here, Amber, you want to? Well, speaking of McConaughey, I watched Angels in the Outfield. <laughs> I couldn't believe how many young actors were in that movie. Like, there's a young... Oh, it's a massive cast. Oh, my God. There's yeah. a young Adrian Brody. Yeah. And somehow his nose isn't as big as it is now. Like, he's got to be 16. I don't he know. He took nose steroids. I, I swear he did, because I had to look. I'm like, is that Adrian? I got to look that up and see if that's him. His nose doesn't look right. And uh, I, I hadn't seen that movie probably since ninth grade. I didn't give a shit about that movie. I'm but it, it was it. cute. You had uh, not Samuel L. Jackson. Who's the other guy? He was with uh, in Lethal Weapon. Um Oh, uh, Danny Glover. Yeah, Danny Glover and uh, Gordon uh, Hewitt, whatever his name is. I can't remember. I'm Joseph so Gordon-Levitt. Yes, thank you. 
And uh, but it was cute. Except for I was upset at the end. I'm it, fucking on fire tonight. You are. <laughs> it, a movie like that should leave you uplifted. But for some reason, I hyper focused on the fact that Tony Danza's character had cancer and didn't know it was going to die in six months, but he was going to be okay according to Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, that's so sad. I should quit smoking. Oh my god, I could be like Tony Danza on Angels in the Outfield. You don't want to be Tony Danza. Yeah, <laughs> he's not the boss. <laughs> what about Constantine? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a fun flick. It is. There's another one I watched for the first time this weekend. I had not seen it. It was one of the... I, uh, him. Yeah. Why is my brain stopped? Dude, his I acting your, I need can your be help. A, his acting Who, can be a little Who the fuck are we talking flat. about? I can't Keanu remember. Reeves? Keanu Reeves. Thank you very much. <laughs> what am I doing here tonight? <laughs> Keanu, Keanu Reeves, Reeves is a weird actor because yeah, I, it, I've never thought that he was that great. Like, he's really stiff. He's stoic. Yeah. And I love some, the devil's advocate. Sometimes you know, it works cool and sometimes point. it doesn't with him, but he's made it this far, so. I think with him, it just depends on the material. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If he's doing Bill and Ted's, oh, I'm it waiting works. for three. Well, that's her, that's oh, her house. Oh, I'm right waiting there. for three. I've been yeah. waiting forever. If he's doing John Wick, it works. But there are certain roles that he just doesn't like. He doesn't have that chameleon effect that so many actors do. Yeah. He's always kind of Keanu. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I. Tilda Swinton plays uh, Michael the Gabriel. Arch- Gabriel, thank you. Yeah, you're right. Thank you. Gabriel, the archangel in that movie, which I thought was a really, as far as getting into the, the depth of like the angel in that movie, uh, Tilda has this role where she's playing G- Gabriel, which typically has been represented as a male in, in biblical history. But I like how they, because there's, see, that's one of the things I want to point out with some of these, and we'll get into this, some of this in the other movies is, some of the rules that you find angels are bound by, and this is all in you know they bend creative, the rules. They yeah. bend, well, I mean it's just it's just a creative thing for whoever's writing, you know, the writers and whatnot. But it, I found Gabriel in in, in Constantine, um, obviously being played by Tilda Swinton, who's a female, uh, having and and being made up to be very non-gender, yes, or non-binary. Sorry, non-binary. Non-binary. Um, uh, you know, and I thought that that whole trip was kind of cool with with that character in Constantine. Well, she's the perfect actress for that too. Yeah, because she looks just. She's like got she a go very unique ways. look. Yeah. Did you guys see Suspiria yet? The new no. one. Yeah, no, because she plays three different characters in that one. That that may because I really that that's this one of those movies like no I don't give a fuck about the reboot of this thing I'm not going near it but that. Not, not paying attention to it, hearing that now, I'm like, oh, well, it's a very it. beautiful film. I did not like it as much as the original, should, but I <laughs> will say it's a must see. Yeah, because the ending is crazy, and the soundtrack by Tom York from Radiohead mm-hmm. is pretty out there mm-hmm. and beautiful. Mm-hmm. So I say see it. Yeah, Tilda. Tilda. Uh, yeah, like you said, Amber, that's a re- that was a really great role for her to play, uh, Gabriel. Uh, and I just like the fact that they kind of made made the character just like, again, non-binary, like, you know, very, you know, what you may picture an angel. You know, I mean, I you know, there, there's pictures that come to mind, I think, for everybody when they think of the term angel or angels. And I really think they nailed. Now, and this is one of those ones where, yeah, this is a very religiously based type film, right? I mean, kind of. It's got those ideas. Um, a little background to it. Yeah. Um, exorcism, things like that. 
we Lucifer shows up. Uh, you have these players again. Um, so yeah, it's a fun, that's that's a more of an action type film though too, right? Uh, we really haven't gotten into that element uh, of like these these angel type like or films with angels. I think this may be the first one we've mentioned that really is an action type film. Uh, Dogma is more of a comedy. Michael was a chick flick. Uh, <laughs> I like the chick flick. You know, Angels in the Outfield was a freaking kids movie. This is the first one we've mentioned where yeah, this was more of a you know action borderline horror film i'd say there's a there's a horror elements in constantine oh for sure yeah um cool flick though and it's a comic book movie too yeah it's, it's so, based on a comic book yeah it's it's a cool flick i enjoyed it, it was i mean fun. and plus like from what you're saying like the angel subject matter is kind of like bleeding into every genre horror comic book comedy yeah. kids yeah, they movie. show up everywhere it's something that can be put into any context yeah, of yeah, a film yeah which is really cool and it makes it, it to me it makes it interesting i mean you know i guess the idea and we've seen this happen with a lot of films where you have a biblical character show up somewhere you know like you were you were watching meet joe black which i'm sure yeah. we'll mention that in depth we can get into that if you want um you have this and this is will be mentioned more in some of these other films as i mentioned too like you have these mass these beings that are eons old right they have knowledge that spans over thousands if not millions of years uh, and this is like you know in meet joe black um you have this you know obviously the angel of death who is just trying to experience what life is like much like Michael, like John Travolta's character, Michael and Michael. I mean, that was his thing. He's like, I just want to go on an adventure. He's the kind of. I, I just want, but he's like, you know, that, and let's <laughs> mention that. I want to go back to Michael for a second. He's like, I just want to go on an adventure. I want to live life like you people right. live. I'm an angel. I don't, I can't, I, I'm bound by different rules, but I'm in a, I'm in a skin suit now. So I want to experience life. Sounds kind of hot. I want to go on an adventure, right? <laughs> and that's, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> So that's one of the things I think is really cool when you have these 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 biblical the angels or whatever you want to call them these these type of spirits or entities put in films because a lot of times they're out of place they're they're not in their element they you know so they're like well I don't know how to operate in this physical heavy the physical realm yeah you know so oops that's um one thing I find really cool about these characters um so that was kind of, but I mentioned Constantine uh, what about you Chris. I'm going to mention one of your favorite ones since we were already talking about Gabriel, the prophecy. Okay, so, all right, let's go. Because this is the reason we're here tonight, frankly. I mean, this was <laughs> this was a long-running series. There were a lot of these movies, five. five, five. But really, I think one through three Those were probably the, the best core. ones, yeah. with one being the best because it had Christopher Walken. Christopher, in, well, Christopher Walken was in all three of them. Was he? He was in all three of them. Uh, but the the first one had Christopher Walken and Virginia Madsen. Right? And Elias Katias. Yeah, thank and you, Eric Stoltz. Uh, and, and Viggo Mortensen. Viggo, played, and Amanda Plummer. Yep. I mean, Adam the, Goldberg was in this thing. Yep. This was like a... It was it was jammed. Yeah. Viggo played Lucifer. Yep. Now, okay, you do your thing. I'm going to shut the fuck up for a minute because... I know you love these movies, so I'm actually going to kind of give the floor to you on this. I just remember seeing this the first time when I was a kid. I mean, God, this came out in what? 
95. The original so one I was, like, was, yeah, 95. Just out of high school when I yeah. saw this the first time. Yeah. I rented it on videotape. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But yeah, it's another very dark rendition about the battle between angels. This is dark. Yeah. And it's kind of crazy. Like, now that we're talking about this more, there's a lot of movies about angels doing battle Being with dicks. each other. Being dicks. Yeah. Right? Um, is it because they're power hungry? Or is it just because they have that much power that they can just do whatever the fuck well, they want? You know, in, you can't really have that conversation without getting into religion and the Bible and stories like that. Right. You know, of you know of why these these beings rebel. You'd think like, dude, we got it made. We're we're chilling. We're you know we just <laughs> we got a boss we got to report to. But you know, hey, I got these badass wings. Yeah, you know, it's not it's, things are chill. But no, you have these conflicts even in the kingdom of heaven. It seems like with the prophecy, um, you get to really and this is the one that really kind of brings home these ideas that I'm talking about where these these beings, uh, angels, they're they're bound by certain rules, right? And I thought the prophecy, especially the first three, really illustrated some of these more quirky type things. First thing I'll point out is that all of the angels that are represented in the prophecy, one through three, and we can mention four and five too, uh, they all have these goofy traits. Number one, they can't drive. None of them can drive. That's right. And it's a long-running joke through those three films. Because they can't take control of physical matter, no. correct? Correct. Well, yeah, but that's probably the background reason, but they don't really explain that. They just go, here, get in the car. They'll, they'll take over get, somebody. Uh, yeah. Here, get in the car and drive me. And they're like, why don't you drive? You're a fucking angel. They're like, can't drive. <laughs> it's never really explained why, but it's just this funny thing, right? Um you know, but they can do things like you know take over bodies. <laughs> they can do all this other cool shit, but they can't drive. Uh, one of the funnier scenes, I think, was the first prophecy. No, I may have been. Oh man, my brain's. It may be part two. Um, they're trying to track uh, Gabriel Christopher Walken is trying to track somebody down, and he's at a laundromat. With a, with a girl he took over who committed suicide. Part of the part of I the think tr- that's part two. Is it part? It's part I'm two. Yeah, sure. you know, part of their part of their thing is they they can wait. They can take over a body if it's not fully dead. Like that that young girl that he took over, um, she committed suicide with her boyfriend, and he got he brought her back to life because she wasn't completely dead just yet. She, her soul was leaving, but he was able to grab her soul and keep it there and, keep it there and t- more or less make her his slave. So he takes her into this laundromat trying to track down somebody um, with a laundry ticket, and he's like, here, push that thing there, that box. Right. She's like, wait, you want me to help you out because you don't know DOS? You know, and, <laughs> Goofy, just do it, you know? So there's all these goofy little things, you know, and Christopher Walken... Dumb. Master, I mean, if there was anybody who should have played Gabriel, this this massive character, it was one of the roles of his life, in my opinion. And I know a lot of people will disagree with that. I think a lot of people consider the the prophecy, you know, those three films, some of his weaker you know films he was. Yeah, ever but in. this is kind of like his like blow up era when he was kind of getting to be like really big. Like he had been around for a while, but then he kind of like true romance. You yeah. know, he had these kind of big. Yeah you know, character roles Yeah, at that point. Yeah. So. The story is beautiful because it is a continuing story for the first three. Part four 
which is uh, the prophecy uprising, <laughs> and part five, which is the prophecy forsaken. Doesn't every series have like a number four you know, uprising? Yeah, what the fuck, right? Um, those were uprising. those were really they were separated. They they more or less just grabbed the franchise to use the name, not related at all to the to the you know the original narrative they had through the first three films. Right. Uh, we get you know Jennifer Beals was in part two. You know, and I really have to say. It's a tough call for me on those those first three. Yeah. I love all them. Which one was Danzig in? That was in part three, two, two, part two, because Daniel impregnated Jennifer Beale. I right? remember just watching that movie, being like, "Man, he's little." Like I remember yeah. watching that movie, being like, "I thought Danzig was like a big dude." No, well, he oh. was. He's petite. Now, now there's yeah, a story about that too with with uh, <laughs> with Glenn <laughs> Danzig. The story went that I that I read was he came on set to play Samuel. That was the angel he played. Yeah. Um, and he's only in the film for, what, about 10 seconds? Yeah, barely He's at all. fighting with Daniel going, hey, Daniel, how are you? And they're punching each other. And he's like, good to see you. Been a while, right? Sing Mother for me right now. <laughs> it's not but my only song. I guess the story went that I guess Glenn Danzig was being such a dick on the set. He is a dick. There was a bunch of other footage, I guess, or there was other things planned with him. He was going to have, Samuel was going to have a larger role in that film. But the director, I forgot the director's name, you could probably look it up. Um, he just got so fed up with Danzig, he said, you know, fuck you, get out of here. Yeah, we're done we're with done, you. We're done with you. So you only get to see Glenn Danzig for literally like 10 seconds in that yeah, movie. He gets killed. People were excited about it, though. Yeah. So um, you know, there, there's other elements, you know, in the prophecy, you know, like you, how you killed an angel, you had to rip their heart out. That was the only way to kill an right. angel. They had to, you had to get their heart right, or you had to rip the watch out of Christopher Walken's ass. Jesus, Christ. <laughs> he he hit his ass. It's in my ass. Seven long years, he had this hunk of metal up his ass. <laughs> so I he's mean, an angel. He's an angel. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think Christopher Walken was just so incredible in this movie, playing Gabriel. I thought that was, just, and I can watch that series just over and over again. It's just so fucking good, dude. And like you know, we mentioned Vert. I'm sorry. I'm I'm just you. You said it. I'm gonna keep going. I know. Uh, I know. I'm gonna give the. We should give the floor to Amber now. Though. We will. Oh, we no, will. No, let's go have it. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> well, one point. One more thing. I mean, I love Vigo playing Lucifer in the original. Uh, that. And this was before he was big. Yeah. Too. Some of those scenes that he jumps into. Ooh man. All those years you thought the boogeyman was under your bed and it was me, you know? <laughs> but at the end where he's like, you know, he rips out Gabriel's heart, he kills Gabriel, and he's just kind of sitting there licking the heart like, I can love you more than Jesus. Like all this <laughs> fucked up shit, you know? And that's just him, you know? It's a disturbing bit yeah. of cinema. Yeah. Uh, this is dark shit, like we said. And the Prophecy is a dark series uh, when it comes to, and it's all about, it's based on angels. It's about, It's based on the war in heaven, so... If you're looking for movies like to dive into from this type of yeah. stuff, this right here, these three flicks are the shit, man. Go for it. Sweet. Amber. Amber. Well, they, you already mentioned it, but the other, the last one I watched was Meet Joe Black, and I've seen it well, before. Well, go on it, because I haven't seen it in a long time. Well, I've, it, I watched it before. It's kind of one of my top favorite movies. It's really pretty, and the soundtrack's really good, too, but it's just Brad Pitt. He, he plays the angel of death, and- jumps into a body and he comes to collect Anthony Hopkins and says, look, I'm going to give you some like a week, but you're going to bring me around and let me be your buddy. And he gets really obsessed with peanut butter yeah. and food. He like, it's hilarious watching him eat because that is one of the best things about being alive is eating. Yes. 
So watching him eat peanut butter for the first time or cookies, uh, anything like that. And then it's just a nice movie. But it's it's sad because, you know, Anthony's on his way out. His family doesn't know it. And then death is literally falling in love with his daughter. So it's such an interesting That's crazy. It's a complicated thing. story. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a three-hour movie. It's a long one. I have not seen this too. since it's come out. Yeah, because it, it was like 1990. Yeah. It's an old flick. Five, yeah, it's been a, it's, six, it's, it's, something. Wait. It's late 90s. I got it right here. Where the hell is it at? It is weird they, when you maybe I don't. think back on some of these actors. Like Brad Pitt's been an actor for that long. Yeah, yeah, he's real. He's got a baby face. You see yeah. Anthony Hopkins, how young yeah. he looks in that movie too. You know, he, you know, and I mean Anthony. I watch, you know, I haven't watched it in a really long time, but I sat down when she was watching it tonight after I got home from work, and I just watched a couple of scenes. Just how goddamn good Anthony Hopkins is. Just watching that guy perform, man. Just I could just sit there and watch him just just talk. <laughs> He's just that good. Yeah. You know? um, so yeah, Meet Joe Black's a really cool flick. Um, you know, I want to throw this one in. Uh, Do it. And this is what I'm actually embarrassed to say I had not seen until um, two nights ago. I've been avoiding it just because I just, I don't know, I, I, I was just avoiding it. I was, a, I, I don't know, I was hesitant to watch it, and that's Noah. Uh, Darren Aronofsky's Noah, oh. right? I didn't watch it, so I can't comment. He was watching it in his bedroom. Yeah. Um, I know, right? And that's Darren Aronofsky, who I adore, but that's the one film of his I've never seen. I happen to get a cheap copy of it, so I've, it's been sitting on my shelf for months. And I found, like, well, you know, I did some reading on this. I'm like, okay, this may work with what we're talking about this week. Um, obviously, this is the story of Noah and the Ark and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Um, but there's a, you know, and there's a lot of liberties taken with from the original story. There has had the, to be. No, there had to be. There had to it, be. It wouldn't. It just. It's such a fantastic story of how you know. If there's any story from the Bible that people retain or they know about, even if they're not really... You it's know, Noah's Ark. It's Noah's Ark, right? So there was a lot that was taken liberties for, such as the Watchers, which are the angelic creatures or characters in Noah. And their story, they tell their story briefly in the film, like, you know, we came down to help, you know, help... They humans. were, yeah, basically fallen angels fallen that came angels. down to Earth to help the humans. Uh -huh get away from God's wrath yeah, in yeah. the great flood. Yeah, they were they, gonna help him well build the they boat, were that, well correct? no that, but no the story before that the reason they became well what they were these rock monsters basically so was cool. they came down because they wanted to help humanity uh but God punished them for, for falling from heaven and that's why when they hit the planet when they land on the planet they got he basically encased their light their angelic light in right. in rock so you see them. They looked really cool, you know. They had like like little like lights for eyes, but they were basically. Yeah, but they were big, strong creatures too. And yeah, they became. Once Noah convinced them, like, look, this is the, well, this is what's happening here. You know, can you help me? They're like, yeah, this guy is he's one with God, and that was their whole thing. Like he is uh, he is talking to God. What we they they have they they were shut off from God's you know God's light and presence. So they were like, well, this is our way home. <laughs> Basically, let's help Noah out, um, and so, then we can get back to heaven. Yeah, which you know it's cool. At the end, you see all this really neat stuff happen. But there they were the watchers. I thought that was a really interesting take. Like, you know, they, this isn't your typical classic, like, you know, creature with wings walking around all stoic and shit. You had these 
they were helpers. Transformer-looking-like type things walking around. That's really They were weapon. really cool, though. Yeah. And this was another one that the Bible thumpers... Sorry, I don't mean to be insulting. Yeah. But the Bible thumpers got really upset about this movie because they thought it changed the story too much. It wasn't a true telling. And I'm going, wait a second. Well, we don't even know what the truth is to begin exactly. with. You didn't know what the truth was to begin with. And the movie is actually... It's a beautiful looking film. The effects are amazing oh, dude, in this so movie. Cool. And my thoughts were like, if I were a church person, I would be ecstatic that somebody creative took a story that I loved and transposed it to film. Even if you had to take some liberties with something, you don't even know if it really happened because it didn't. Um, <laughs> I think Aronofsky did some really, really cool things with the story like adding the watchers well that was you know that's that's out of his wheelhouse too yeah and i, I think it's kind of why i didn't i hadn't wanted i really hadn't saw it until this week was i'm just used to the the visceral arnofsky just you know real personal type stories that are told uh and i wasn't ready for something as big as a subject like noah's ark well it's very Glad similar to it. what he did with mother because mother is yeah. basically a retelling of the bible yeah it's just very didn't like small. it very much. Yeah. I adore that movie. Like okay, movie? I okay, I did not know that it was a retelling of the Bible. Yeah. So if I got that background story and rewatched it again, it could be interesting because otherwise yeah. I was like, "What the hell is going I on?" Maybe I'm They're maybe a little harsh. Basically, uh, she's Mother Earth. Yeah. He's like Adam, oh. kind of like an Adam and Eve thing. And um, what's his name? Javier Bardem. No, Ed. Harris, oh, oh, Ed Harris, Ed Harris yeah. um, you know, the broken rib thing? Yeah. Adam's oh, rib. Adam's rib, yeah. Um, oh, wow. <clears throat> and I forget who the sons are. Cain and Abel. Yeah. The battle between Cain and Abel. Cain and Abel. That's yep. the two okay, sons. Okay, yeah, I never would have gotten yep. that watch. So basically, it's the revolution <laughs> of the earth from the beginning. Everything's beautiful, and everything devolves into Armageddon mm-hmm. at the end of the movie. Yeah. Oh. That's I, I, mother. I should see it again. I can get it from the library. We, don't, we saw that in the theater. <laughs> we should sit down and watch that again. Is it, I mean, I didn't leave there, you know. And again, I mean, maybe that's my. I'm being probably a bit closed-minded because I expect a certain thing from Arnofsky, and that's it, right? And I'm, it usually involves me wanting to go out and slip my wrists because that's just what I'm used to seeing from him. Um, I think he's kind of decided to change it up with every movie now. Yeah, good for him. You know. But yeah, Noah was cool. Uh, it was a you know obviously you know very effect driven movie, um, you know and yeah I mean and you mentioned you did mention like you know how people would kind of get angry about you know the liberties taken in the story, and I mean I'm fair on both sides with that. I could kind of understand how some if you're a very religious person how you may get a little. I mean you're allowed to have an opinion about that, right? Now, you, if you're going out and protesting and threatening to kill somebody over that, you got a fucking problem. Yeah, but, people got very, very angry yeah. about this. But then what I did hear from some people is that when they were religious people that did go see it, some were actually happy with it. So I think it was kind of a split. Yeah, it's I just, think it's there was just a, a matter of interpretation. It. It's just what yeah. people think. Um, but I liked it. I thought it was a cool flick. I'm glad I finally watched it. I'm yeah. kind of embarrassed I hadn't seen it before. Uh, but, yeah, it's a beautiful-looking movie. Uh, the effects, you know... It, Nothing really looks. It looks really good. I just everything you know because he didn't overdo it. No, no. And the he ending where you it. just see it sitting that the ark broken in half, sitting on the hill. I thought that was, 
Yeah, that's the idea. You see, you've seen so many pictures over over the years of just where the hell's this thing at? We think it's here, and you just see this big, ginormous ma- gothic mass. Yeah, just sitting there. I thought that was just super cool. Yeah, there's um, a guy that actually built an ark and spent five million dollars on it, and his yeah. goal is to just drive it to Israel. Right now, it's happening. Right, that now. guy's a freak. <laughs> Really got too much damn money I know who, exactly who you're talking yeah. about too. Yeah, <laughs> the guy that did the like the religious experience thing, whatever, down south, and basically oh, it, got it, blown it fucking up failed, for it. and then it yeah, failed. Yeah. yeah. So one I'm going to mention is going to be a very obvious one from 1998. It is a semi reimagining of Wim Wenders' Wings of Desire, City of Angels, with oh, Nicolas Cage. Oh, I forgot mm-hmm. about that one. It's actually a very beautiful film. It's kind of sad, too. It's very 90s. Yeah. And we got that awesome song from the Google. Is that Dolls. Meg Ryan in that one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This was kind of like her peak. She kind of yeah. fizzled out a couple years after this, after she kind of did a lot of weird things to her physicality. She looks completely different. Yeah. She doesn't look like the same person. But this movie was really huge. A lot of people, I mean, this movie was out for a while and it made a lot, yeah, a lot and of money. And you're right. I forgot about that Goo Goo Dolls song because that, that was huge. Like, it was that, huge. Oh, that, they yeah. were like, we can't write again. Like that guy had serious, yeah. like creative blocks for a long time after that. Because that you reach that peak and yep. you're like, oh, I just wrote the perfect pop yep. song for the masses. But this uh, was Nicolas Cage not really being too Nicolas Cage. And he really led this movie very very well very good dramatic mm-hmm. film i and, had never seen this movie and I'm, I'm i'm kind of embarrassed of that too but i saw it so long it's just ago. one of those ones again where i was like i can't no i'm not doing this i i actually would say this is a must see from the 90s because it kind of captures that era mm-hmm. it's a little time capsule yeah but one of the other stars in this movie was dennis franz what was he in uh NYPD Blue. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they had and- uh, Andre Brower was in it too. This was like a really, really good cast. Mm-hmm. Again, it was a reimagining of Wings of Desire, yeah. which was a black and white foreign film about a fallen angel or an angel coming down and helping out. Yeah, that was, well, yeah, and that was from 1987 was Wings of Desire. Yeah. I yeah. have that on my list here of stuff that I should watch. Yeah. <laughs> I've got the criterion of that, but. Yeah, I think um, City of Angels, I really think it's a good movie. Yeah. It's a good, solid flick, and it's one that kind of mixes some of the biblical themes in there, but Nicolas Cage is so just good. Nicolas Cage. Yeah, yeah. This was before he went off the deep end. So Was he the angel in the movie? Yes, okay. he was the angel okay. in the movie. Basically, it starts in the hospital, and somebody spots him, yeah. and then everything kind of evolves out of that mm-hmm. so how about you amber that's all i had that's oh it. jesus oh. man you're freaking ridiculous <laughs> i know i started watching something what the hell we like, bring you in here for if you're just gonna I, fall on your I face try, oh my god i What's tried wrong with you? i i tried the this was like last you? minute how many i can't i gotta work and then i gotta i'm trying to power through a ton of movies I thought about that one show, Touched by an Angel, but that was a whole TV series. That doesn't matter. So I was like, I don't it's, even, I can't still, even start that. It's media. Well, throwing that out. That was, that was a big deal, like when it was on. 
there was a series called Lucifer recently that oh. just got canceled. Yeah, yeah, that was everyone tells me to watch that. I know, and I'm I'm like, this looks interesting. Yeah, like Michael Imperioli is plays like Uriel, like he like you know from The Sopranos, you know. Yeah, yeah. He plays an angel. I'm like, there's some pretty cool actors in this flick. It's a th they did three seasons and literally like recently it just got canceled. So I'd like to see that. I could probably try to binge watch that sometime if I get I get time. Let's talk about series. Let's talk about a huge one. Okay, because this movie was massive do you know what i'm gonna say 1990 no. demi moore oh ghost ghost yeah well again, was that but an that's angel a dead movie guy. it's another dead guy movie yeah, yeah but thought, he's yeah. kind of like a he has to earn his wings or yeah, something i thought yeah, yeah it's he's been... he's like watching over her like a guardian angel yeah. like he is a ghost he can affect things physically yeah but it's kind of an angel movie I would think. Well, no. then, okay, if you want to throw that out there, then I want to throw out The Seventh Sign. Oh, absolutely. To mean more again. Yeah. I but mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't even think about that. But that's another one where that, but that's Jesus Christ, though. That character, right. the one that's breaking the seals, I thought that was the angel of death. That was the movie that made me decide to never have children. <laughs> that's yeah. a crazy flick. That movie, I thought that was the angel of death going around cracking those seals, right? And then all hell's breaking loose. But he was actually Jesus Christ. But you know, but he kind of had an angelic presence also, just like you're talking about with ghost. Um, it's an interesting take. I don't. I mean, do you think that really was an angel though, or do you think it was just? Or you, you think it's? I think he was. I think he was a ghost, but I think he was her angel. It, it's kind of similar to the. Dreyfus situation in yeah. all ways. Like yeah. it's the same kind of, you know, lover dies, looks over. Although Dreyfus didn't really have any superpowers. Like the cat noticed him. That was about it. Well, he could telepathically talk to people. Right, right. And homeless people. He was good with homeless people. Okay. You got one? I got a couple more. Well, uh, first let ahead. me mention, um, wasn't a very, very good movie, so I won't have much to say about it, but it's got Paul Bettany in it. And Dennis Quaid and Charles S. Dutton and Lucas Black. Yeah, I know it's and Tyrese Gibson. Yeah, I know so this was actually a pretty good cast. 2010. And, yeah, Legion? Legion. Yeah, Legion. Stupid, stupid fucking movie. We were so excited about this movie. I thought it looked so cool. Yeah, and we'll, yeah. at the time I was watching I liked, the prophecy yeah. over and over again. And too. I liked Paul Bettany. Yeah. And I'm like, this is gonna be badass. And we and we both walked out of that. Theater we went, we went, we saw it in the theater. Yeah, so disappointed. We were kind of. I, I thought it was a cool film, but I thought it was gonna be a much bigger story the way they portrayed it in the trailers. But really, it was all them just sitting in a freaking restaurant arguing about how they're gonna get through get get through all the zombies and shit. You know what I mean? Right. And they he were, is an archangel, correct? And he yeah. helps defend them. Yeah. Yeah. Paul Bettany's character. Yeah. 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 Like, this movie looked like it was going to be huge. Yeah, massive. They, the way they played it out was like the biggest thing all summer. And then the construct was very just small. Yeah, yeah. Very, it, very small. So we were, now, we were, it was it was cool. I mean, like I said, the trailer really was deceiving with that movie. Um, and I thought it was going to be a much bigger idea than, yeah, as you said, in the theater. When you actually watch the movie, I won't go back to it probably. But yeah, I was really excited to see that come out. Um, one that I watched over the weekend that I had not seen was from 2007, and it was called Gabriel. Um, and that is was a very much independent type film. Um, very cult. It's a cult film now, more or less. Think about if you if you haven't seen. Have you seen Gary? I don't think you've seen Gabriel, Chris. I have, have not seen Gabriel. No. 
very much action. It's another one of them action type films, like like Legion and like what did I mention Constantine earlier too. Um, Gabriel, um, some of the acting acting is a bit flimsy, and it's it's an independent film, as I said, um, but it's very. I'm trying to describe how it looks. It's got a very unique look to it for what, um, you know, what the story is. Um, the, the story itself, like the concept is very cool. Like basically the world has gone to shit much like, you know, Sodom and Gomorrah, those, you know, or, or the story of Noah's Ark and stuff like that, where things are just so fucked up. We just need to, you know, kill it with fire and start over more or less. Um, but you have, all these angels opposing forces, Lucifer's armies and the armies of God fighting back and forth on earth, trying to help the humans out. And there's just a lot of really interesting stuff within that concept um, that really makes it a cool story. It looks very comic book like, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's very dark, uh, a lot of contrast in it, um, but it's a fun movie. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's good for a watch on this subject, very action-oriented with a bit of horror mixed in there, too. Um, I would check out Gabriel. And, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a freaking 12-year-old movie now, too. Uh, but it's a cult classic in a lot of circles I was reading on. Um, and I enjoyed it. It was fun to watch. Some of them really do stand the test of time yeah. just because the topic kind of transcends all the genres. Yeah, 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 so. yeah totally. Um, some of the ones, you know, other mentions here that I know I haven't seen my myself um, – Date with an angel. Ooh, the heavenly kid. Oh, Remember the yeah. heavenly kid. Yes, I did see that. Yes, one. yep. That was a cool 80s. flick. Now that that's kind of a different. You know, that that's another one of those ones that kind of floats in that ghost. You know, seventh sign thing we were talking about, where the you know the main character. You know, he's more or less trying to protect his son, um, and he's not. He's he's I guess he's a guardian. He would be considered a guardian angel. In that, in that, yeah, in that he case. was. And I haven't seen that movie in many years. I haven't seen it in thirty years. Yeah, probably. it's an old it's an old flick now. Uh, but it was a that's a more of a it was a more of a lighthearted type film. Like he gets his son laid and stuff. He's sitting there laughing and shit. It's like oh my god, this is crazy. But it was you know for the time it's very eighties. It was very eighties. Uh, what else we have? Uh, Heaven can wait. A life less ordinary. That's one that I really need to see. Okay, I own that. And it's in the basement, and I totally forgot that that was an angel movie. I totally forgot with that Holly one. Hunter, who was in another angel always. movie. Yeah, totally forgot about that. The Preacher's Wife, another one. I haven't seen that one either. Honestly, uh, I want to talk about It's a Wonderful Life a little bit more. Go, because we kind of just we floated on that one. We just threw that one out there. I think this is one of the best movies ever made. Again, it's one of those movies that. You know, I I started watching this movie every Christmas with my parents when I was about four years old. Yeah, a lot of people did that. And every Christmas Eve, we'd go to my grandparents and then come home and flip on whatever cable station that It's a Wonderful Life was on. Yeah. But I really think this movie gets, it sounds weird, but like gets the pulse of being an angel. Like how he was watching over him and directing him and showing him your future could be this, you well, know, if it, you yeah, don't change it, your ways and be a good person, then 
I think he showed him that he was a good person. Right. Like, look right. at this. This town looks like Biff Tannen took it over. Like, since you <laughs> left, <laughs> it's all horrible and everything. Yeah. Like, look at the the loss that's here because you're not here because you wanted to, you know, jump into the river. The other thing that I always notice about It's a Wonderful Life is like how I was saying, like Jimmy Stewart could be like the everyman in like any decade. Mm-hmm. Even like the visuals in It's a Wonderful Life are really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And at times it almost feels like you're watching like an episode, an old black and white episode of The Twilight Zone. Yeah. But it's a movie. Just, I love this movie. Yeah. Even though we don't watch it every year now, we end up watching Elf instead. <laughs> I would like to turn my kids away to like we should watch this because it's a more wholesome story Mm. and there's a real point to it yeah you know this guy was willing to sacrifice everything for his family Mm -hmm. and you know somehow pulls through it to you know have this experience with an angel well and it's that story that exists to this day too where you work so hard to be the good person do the right thing always helping people and then you get shit on yeah. And then somehow at the end, you're the one that's going to go bankrupt or you're losing everything. And then that's when he, you know, decides, oh, it's not worth living. And then God sends an angel. And so what really tripped me out was when this movie first started, because like I said, I hadn't seen it ever. I had just totally is unrelevant to probably people listening, but I had just finished the Bob Lazar uh, documentary, which is about <laughs> UFOs. So when I started this movie, it starts out with space. And these two galaxies blinking and talking to each other. And the galaxies are like God and an angel. I think to show the magnitude of, you know, what these beings are. And then this tiny, tiny little speck shows up. And that's Clarence. Clarence. And he's going to go down and earn his wings. And and so it was kind of funny every time they cut to those two galaxies just blinking and talking. (laughs) And it is funny, too, that, you know, Clarence shows up on Earth. He doesn't have his wings yet. And he's like in his 70s. Yeah. He's not like some youthful, spry-looking man. He's like this old dude that looks like mm. he's been drinking hard his whole life, and you know, I'm here to save this guy. Mm-hmm. And I just think that whole message behind that movie just is perfect, especially with Christmas. Yeah, there was you know? even some shocking things. Like there was one line that James Stewart uses when he when he comes into the house and he's really frustrated. He lost, couldn't find the money. His wife is, you know, his kids playing the piano. It's, it's a whole Christmas Eve perfect uh, family situation. But he looks around and says, why did we have all these kids? Like, and I, whoa, that was like a harsh line for like a movie then. Like, wow, that actually yeah. like made me stop. Like, oh. <laughs> You're kind of breaking up the fam- the wholesome family yeah. dynamic by saying that. Yeah. Well, who says that about their family? I've said this a couple times to Alicia and she even gets mad at me about this. I'll be like. <laughs> If I just had a time machine <laughs> when the kids are going crazy, yeah. all loud and shit, I'm like, just had a time machine. She's like, don't say that. I'm like, no, it's not that I want them to go away. I just want to go away for a couple hours and then come back. <laughs> I want to go to a party in 1992. <laughs> oh, God. Drink some beer and then come back. And yeah. everybody's happy. Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't want to eliminate anything. Yeah, I just yeah. want to give me a time machine. Let's take a break. Give me some angel wings. I'll, Angel wings. I'll fly around the earth a couple times, like in the voyage home. Yeah. And I'll go back <laughs> Yeah. No, it's an interesting subject, I think. Um, I just love the magnitude that, that these characters bring to a movie and and the levity you see. And that's what, you know, we mentioned some of the films we mentioned, like, you know, Dogma, of course, and the prophecy, especially. You know, you have these 
you know, characters with a lot of gravity behind them, like their reputation uh, precedes them. And you see them put in real life situations. And I just love that juxtaposition. I love to see stuff like that done with movies. You know, you like to see, like I said before, you know, you're all knowing, you're all powerful, but somehow you can't drive. You know, it's, it, these are these great little things I think that are super cool. So, yeah, um, man, what else is there to talk about with this thing? We beat the shit out of this subject. Angel Heart is on a lot of lists. Yeah. I never saw it. Oh, dude, this is a down and dirty movie. Really? This is the reason that Lisa Bonet left the Cosby show. Because oh, I remember are, that, yeah. There are some very explicit sex scenes in this movie, but yeah. Mickey Rourke is Henry Angel. Here is a Henry. Mickey Rourke. Harry Angel. Harry. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Harry. And De Niro plays the devil. Louis Cipher. Mm. Mm. What a play on words. Mm, but yeah, if you've never seen Angel Heart, I, I definitely, definitely, definitely suggest seeing that movie. I don't think I've ever seen that. No. It's it's pretty hard. Pretty mm. dark. Pretty gritty. Cool. Pretty gritty. Pretty gritty. <laughs> you right, got man. any more? I'm done, dude. All I'm right, cashed. I'm done too. It's a, it's a, it, this is a cool subject, though. It was, it was difficult. This is, you know, to try to understand, you know, they, like I said, the, the rules here, it's very loose. It's very fluid. Like, because some of these films was about were about angels. Yeah. And some of these yeah. films just had these elements, these angelic elements. In right. It, or they were background characters, like we said, uh, making the story, the narrative go along. So, yeah, um, if you haven't seen a lot of these films, I highly recommend all of them. They're all, they're, they're really great. Yes. Uh, the Prophecy, man, those... That's what got me on this journey of these type of films really was the prophecy. And I think those movies really drive that home. All them weird rules that these things are bound by or these these characters are bound by. Um, and it's just a lot of fun to watch that stuff. So, yeah, uh, check them out. I love movies. It doesn't matter what they're about. I fucking hate movies. Yeah, I can tell. I just despise them. You son of a bitch. And I hate you, too. I know. I hate you. Let's go. I'm tired. All right. Frankie, I'm tired. I'm hangry. Thanks for joining us, Amber. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, for having thanks me. for being here. Yeah. Um, oh, and listen to their show, Ghostly Talk, too. We forgot to. We mention should have that. an Angels show for Ghostly yeah. Talk. Yeah. I thought about doing that. We talked about them before in the past, like in the old days of it. Right. Um, it'd be fun to revisit that subject, seeing that I've been kind of getting interested in it again. So maybe we'll do that. But yeah, um, ghostlytalk.com. Yeah, Amber's on that show. Yeah. Um, our show over there on the other side of town. Uh, the and, other and, side. And now oh. she's got to experience the awe and beauty of the real crime studio. <laughs> yeah. Which is far nicer than our little table. Yeah, we, we got to get these kind of chairs. These are comfy. <laughs> this has to happen. I'll show you where to get them, yo. Yeah, yeah. We, we're going to have to invest some this money. This has to happen. All, All right. right. So this is episode 103. Thank you for listening. And we'll be back next week. We don't know what we're doing quite yet, but we will, we will we'll let you week. know. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye later, Thea. <laughs> Visit us at www.themoviesleuth.com and find The Movie Sleuth on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and iTunes. <laughs>